the Weekend Show with Ken Kidney. Good morning, good evening, good night, and welcome to an all-new edition of the Weekend Show. I have the great pleasure of being joined by my joyful co-host, Garrett. Say hello to our nice listeners, Garrett. How's it going, everybody? Coming up on the show this week, we round up some of the most interesting stories from the last week. We discover the best of the web in NetPix, and to top it all off, we preview the upcoming TV season, but more on that later. Before we dive headfirst into the talking points of the week, Gare, how was your week? Any scandals? Is my week ever scandalous, Ken? No, you're quite scandal-free, I might say. I, I don't go through very many scandalous phases. No. You're quite, you're a good child, as yes. my, our mother might say. I am years beyond my own particular time. Yeah, I've never particularly rebelled. No, because you've always been rather curmudgeonly. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, like ahead of your time. Cranky and moan about things. So, like, you're 23, but your mental age is probably something in the region of, of 70. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm at home with 70-year-olds. I'm cool with that. I don't care for most things. Yeah. I spent most of my week watching Mr. Robot. What is Mr. Robot? I haven't heard of that. It's a USA Network show about hackers. Right. So it's probably the best show USA have ever made because usually they make kind of fluff. You know, like I really like Psych. Psych is a really good show, but Psych isn't like essential television or anything. And stuff like Burn Notice and White Collar are kind of bland, inoffensive TV shows they throw out to fill time and hope people kind of like. Like Royal Pains as well. Yeah, and one. Suits. I, I don't like Suits because Suits is a show that's neither as smart or as cool as it likes to think it is. I do like USA Network, though, because they do give shows a chance to at least kind of unfold. They don't kind of cancel them after one season. But uh, I think they're getting less patient with that, though. Yeah. I think they're trying to become a, a, a real TV powerhouse. We're looking for hits, but uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves, Garrett. We'll, we'll yeah. come back to that in our main segment. Yeah, Mr. Robot stars uh, Rami Malek, who was in the Night of the Museum films. Real pedigree there. And Christian Slater. I know that guy. Yeah. Who is, who is Christian Slater is a real actor. I don't know. He looks like a rat to me. Yeah, he's very ra- Rami Malek or Christian Slater. Christian Sl- Slater. Why? Rami Malek is, is cute. Yeah, he yeah. No, he looks like a really like arrogant rat. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. Rats are inherent. Are rats inherently arrogant? Little well, kind of gar- going back murderous to previous, black plague characters. Yeah, going back to well, apparently it was gerbils. It yeah. wasn't the rats. <laughs> the poor rats that should got, sue. got fingered. Yeah. But uh, going back to our previous episode where I, I mentioned the rat that just crossed the road like a person. Yeah. At the traffic light, it's like, yeah, I'm taking your thing. Mm-hmm. So rats are arrogant. It's like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to cross the road whenever I like. Exactly. I'm not even going to wait for the man to go green. You helped a snail cross the road this week, didn't you? I did help a sna- snail to cross the road. If you look at my Facebook, I posted. Basically, the snail was in the middle of the, the, cross, the zebra crossing. And it was going to get squished by a car. And I felt really bad. And I was like... What do they do? Do I just leave it there? But like, for some reason, I felt like really bad that the snail was like trapped and like like in imminent danger. So I went out into the middle of the road myself and risked getting squished with him to yeah. save him and, and put him and bring him to safety. Ken is now in a leg uh, cast because he got hit by a car saving. The <laughs> but the snail is safe. Yeah, the snail is safe. That's not true, by the way. No, just in case well, people start sending him, unless you want to send him get well messages to make him feel good about himself, then work away. The snail bit is true. We should clarify that. Yeah, or well, it, it's as true as a Ken story is generally true. No, I did. I did actually go into the middle of the road, and I did. I say I did save him from a certain death. Because here, here's a note about Ken's Facebook. Ken stories are a real thing. Yes, they are. Yes, they're usually. I I assume. I don't know this for a fact because I I don't. I'm not around you all the time. I assume most of the Ken stories are grounded in some element of truth that you just totally blow up. They're mostly true, but I just kind of embellished them for my own amusement. Yeah. But uh, Mr. Robot, as we got <laughs> long off the topic of Mr. Robot, because Suits is kind of popcorn TV dressed up as prestige TV. Yeah. Whereas I think Mr. Robot is like legitimately prestige TV. It's a very good show. So you've been doing that all week. Yeah. Watch that, people. It's good. I got some free tickets. I won some free tickets to a game yesterday. So I, I went to see uh, a Monster Rugby game. The only, I I think I've gone to two rugby games in my life and both bored me to tears. Yeah, but it was free. It's, it's a nice night out. Like, you know, it's uh, it's, it's, it's nice just to kind of differ, you know, get off the couch and actually get out in the fresh air and, and air. watch. What's air? 
It's that stuff that that's outside. Ironically, uh, it's actually super warm and nice outside at the moment. Yeah. And we are stuck in a stuffy room with the windows closed and uh, recording a podcast. Well, we don't want to affect the sound, Gareth. Yeah, we want it to sound pristine. And we don't want seagulls outside where Ken lives by some kind of cork harbour. Yeah, we live by the harbour, so it'd be a bad idea. A, a seagull, might, one of those monster seagulls from the summer might fly in the window. Ka-ka! I saw one in Dublin and was dying because it tried to attack a human and he wasn't having it, so he just basically <laughs> battered it. This backhand is a seagull. A seagull comes at you. Not today, seagull! Yeah, if you're not from the UK or Ireland, basically we had monster seagulls that were like attacking humans for food. Also, one of them killed a dog. It took down a, 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 a middle-sized dog by itself. I, I was hearing people give out on Joe Duffy. That they were keeping the children outside inside during lunchtime for school because the seagulls were attacking them and stealing their sandwiches. <laughs> so uh, it was the summer of the killer seagulls. Another sci-fi original film. I would that, I would make that. I would totally watch that. Okay, uh, we have a one piece of business before we get to the the the, the weekly stories. Um, one of our episodes, yes, our recent episodes concerning uh, the life and times of Satoru Iwata, Indeed. who sadly passed away a few a couple of months ago, uh, suddenly jumped by like 50? Like 50, 50 listeners? 50 listens in the last couple of days. Like on average, the average episode of this show in a week is listened about 30 times. If yeah. you're one of those people, you're Thank cool. You. Thank you very much. So if you're one of the other people who, for some reason, listened to the Satori Wata episode of the podcast and then is listening to this one, please tell us, how did you get there? Because it's, 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 it's a great mystery that we've been trying to chase up. Yeah, we don't, we, we've searched the link. We can't find it linked anywhere. We have no idea where these people are coming from. They're coming from somewhere because like a, a month old episode shouldn't jump by twice the number of listeners it had in the first place. And, and don't get us wrong. We're pretty happy with, yeah. with the, like, it's gone up to 90, it's getting towards 100 now. So anybody, anybody listens to the show, we love you. We love you. We're Deeply. Hit, we're hitting the dizzying heights of 100 now. Yeah. So uh thank you for your constant support we had 500 listens total uh just yesterday so thank you for for tuning in every week or showing steady growth after that episode only had five listens that week yeah well it's gone up to like 21 now yeah but we're, we're letting people peek behind the curtain so maybe we should just cl- everyone is listening this is great yeah we have thousands and thousands every week anyway guard you want to get us get us kicked off with the top story of the week there, there is no other story this week really ken yeah <laughs> teenage girls they're crying in the streets literally like ripping their shirts open <laughs> going nah they, they got a yeah the, the exaggerated film just no kneeling crying to the heavens one direction have broken up well they're they're, they're saying it's not a breakup it's a split so they're going, it's a breakup they're going their own own directions right there's more than one direction. that's the problem ken they couldn't get in the one direction anymore yeah but basically they're kind of pursuing their own projects but you know it's the the comeback tour is inevitable it will happen eventually uh the only thing that's more lucrative than a, a farewell tour is a comeback tour guys. do you think zane will be back for the comeback tour oh yeah do you think so zane zane's pretty much flopping on his own he kind of left to be with his his fiance who basically said, like, why are you following me all around the place? Because she's in a, a band of her own. Listen, Stop like, stalking me. So then he broke. she broke up with him for basically being kind of <laughs> clingy. Unemployed and clingy. So uh, they all want to pursue their own projects. I want to uh, put up so Niall Horan, who's from our very own nation of Ireland. Oh, God, he's going to be all over the place now, isn't it? Because yeah, he has nothing Mongar. better to do. Exactly. But what I want to pitch is uh, this year, Gar, Sweden yeah. became... <gasps> one he's not busy ken Garrett, let me let me, let me I'm sorry i'm getting ahead of you work away sweden went one away from tying our record of seven eurovision victories what's the only thing that can take down sweden Garrett? aside from you two who are never ever going to do it and i still think daniel o'donnell would have a shout niall horan flies the flag at eurovision 2016 for ireland Niall, if you happen to hear this, if anybody who knows Niall Horan, one, get him on the podcast, two, <laughs> ask him, ask him to do the Eurovision. Hashtag Niall for Eurovision. We need this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start that. Let's get it trending. Because you're not busy, Niall. One Direction is breaking up in March. Apparently they're taking a year hiatus or so, they say. Yeah. Year hiatus turns into several year hiatus. Yep, yeah. And they'll be back with the comeback tour and make millions and millions of dollars. But it, um, they're like, they're basically since 2010... Like, they didn't even win the X Factor in the UK. They came third. Like, I love how One Direction existed out of pure coincidence. 
Yeah. You know, these were, were five guys who, who couldn't cut it as solo acts on the X Factor, lumped together and became global sensations by accident, essentially. They literally just took over the world. Yeah, it's just like, uh, you lads, uh, you can't really sing on your own. If we put you together, it might work, might not. You kind of fit together as kind of a young, clean cut looking group. Yeah. Took over the world. And like, it's, 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 it's such a strange thing that 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 for like it's almost like they've been around forever but it's only been five years yeah but like the life cycle of of a boy band has gone like you know by the time westlife's been up there around a decade i think Mm. so like but they've been on top and been going for so much for so long like that five years was their breaking point yeah and they're they're like omnipresent as well like you you couldn't escape one direction for the last five years so like if you have somehow lived on planet earth and you're unaware of who one direction are where have you been living and what have you been doing is it a nice rock yeah but one direction literally burnt i think they burned themselves out because zane basically couldn't take it anymore that like they from 2010 as i said they basically been going constantly five albums in five years literally touring the whole time churning stuff out 7.5 million people have seen them in tour 50 million records sold 91 number one singles so like if they never tour if they never got back together these people are going to be wealthy for the rest of their lives which seems a bit unfair for like people who are in their mid early to mid 20s but um so as become what has become so frequent on the show garb regrettably one direction 2010 to 2015 R.I.P. You will be missed. <laughs> yeah, um, I have to admit, uh, before we move on, when I heard the news, I did take a shower in my clothes and just wept. Cold shower, just sitting there in like the fetal position. going, <laughs> It's not happening. It's not happening. Harry, Louis, Zane, Niall. Who's the last one? Liam. Liam. Everyone for, like, Liam is the one that everyone forgets about. Yeah. The, like the, the nondescript one, the kind of boring one that, that, that's kind of forgettable. There's always a forgettable one. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'll miss you, One Direction, even though I, I could name like one of your songs. Well, Gar, from that sad note, we're going to uh, go on to a more positive story now. We're all going to die. Yep. In fairness, even if One Direction weren't breaking up, Ken, we're about to be it's, hit by a meteor, so it doesn't matter. So like for some girls, it's figuratively the end of the world but yep. it's literally the end of the world yep apparently next month a meteor is going to hit us or so some kind of biblical cult claim so it's between the 22nd and the 28th of september so what we're going to tell you now is just get your affairs in order yeah you're going to die come to terms with it write up the bucket list tell your loved ones you love them go Make looting peace with the world don't go looting looting under any circumstances is wrong yeah, uh, if if you don't believe in a god, you may want to, you know, pick a, pick a side at yeah. this point. Just, you know, hedge your bets. You know, you can believe in all of them if you like. Yeah, that's a good one. It's like, I believe in everything. And it's yeah. just like, and then like you get to the pearly gates and then like, God, my man, I believed. I believed. Is, uh, 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 and it's like, is that a Buddha, uh, a Buddha t-shirt? No. No, it's that's you in a in a different form. God is all the gods are the same. Like God, that's 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 a, a, a really controversial. Like, <laughs> You're just gonna be lynched on the internet by like religious nuts. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, hashtag ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, like basically threatening. I don't even want to poke that bear. <laughs> yeah, this apart basically like like you'll have like suicide bombers trying to bomb my apartment. We just told them roughly where you live earlier in the <laughs> podcast as well. Okay. Um, uh, please don't. Thank you for listening, everybody. I suddenly have to go. Please don't kill me. Uh, NASA been killed always about this, Ken. Apparently, we're not all going to die. They're saying like they're, the, the meteor is going to miss by a mile. Yeah. Well, more probably more than a mile. A mile is actually yeah. <laughs> relatively close in the kind of realms of space. A mile will probably suck it into our atmosphere, Gary. Yeah, so we'd probably your, die if it's a mile. Get your space facts right. I'm sorry. I'm not a spaceman, Ken. But, uh, yeah. Uh, there seems to be... Th- this This story seems to pop up every couple of years. Like, there's a meteor coming for us. If it hits us, we're all going to die. And it never hits us. Yeah, and the Aztec calendar says we're all going to die. Guess what, Ken? The Aztecs couldn't write a calendar that lasted forever. The calendar was always going to end eventually because they got wiped out of existence. They didn't write an endless calendar. No one writes an endless calendar. Rant over. Yeah. We didn't die in 2012. We're not going to die next month. 
So you have a quote from NASA car. Yes. There is no scientific basis, not one shred of evidence that an asteroid or any other celestial object will impact Earth on those dates, said Paul Chodas, manager of NASA's Near-Earth Object Office at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California. He also went on to say, if there were any object large enough to do that type of destruction in September, we would have seen it by now. In fact, not a single one of the known objects has any credible chance of hitting our planet over the next century. That's fairly reassuring. We're, we'll all be dead by then. Yeah, I'll be dead, so uh, who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who needs stewardship of the Earth or any of that kind of stuff? Yeah. Asteroids are kind of lonely things, though, aren't they? Yeah. Flying through space on their own. The only time they actually make any meaningful contact with anything is either by destroying it or being destroyed. <laughs> That's so. That's actually really sad. That's the premise of a Pixar short, right there. Yeah. Oh, they've already done. They've already gone. Like they've kind of done anthropomorphic clouds and volcanoes. I think maybe the lava. The lava one was weird. Yeah. Super weird. I liked the song in it. I didn't really like the song in it. The song is okay. I love it. You can. I love you too. Uh, but yeah, I think they're they're they've gone to that well one too many times. Yeah, Pixar makes something about asteroids and being lonely. Then two asteroids make love by hitting each other and create a planet. Oh, that writes itself. Hashtag don't steal our idea, Pixar. <laughs> or do and let me make it. Patent pending. Yeah. Apparently they have this this uh, gravity tractor technique that, that might move asteroids out of the way if they're actually flying at us. They're actually making ways to move asteroids out of our orbit. That sounds like it's playing God. Yeah. But is it play God or planet destroyed? Which one do you go for, Ken? I don't know, Gary. I kind of like to see the plot of the film Armageddon play out. Where we send Bruce Willis into space. Yeah, and he dies. I've never seen Armageddon. Spoilers, Ken. Oh, yeah, spoilers. Uh, he dies in the end. You spoiled Armageddon, a film that's like 15 years old and I haven't seen. 15? It's, it's 1998. So it's like... give or take 15. Oh, it's 17 years old. 17, Sorry, Ken. Gar. Gar, our listeners listen to our podcast for, for our, our remarkable accuracy. Accuracy and accurate reporting. Considering we led this segment implying that the world is ending. It's just like, nah. <laughs> nah, it's not. Never mind. World is fine. But anything that results in the death of Bruce Willis would be quite interesting to me. Not that I have anything against Bruce Willis, but I just think... Just, like, I, enjoy seeing him I, die? No, I just love to see, like, if the world was in danger and there was this mission to detract an asteroid, he's like, I've been in a movie about this. I'm going to go do it. That's actually the premise of a, a, a Rob Lowe show we're going to talk about later. Not quite going to space, but the whole, I've been in a show about this. I'm going to go do it. Interesting. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. It's a hook. Okay. Happy and sad news in our next story. Uh, yeah. you, uh, you may remember that we covered in a, a past episode. Episode 6. Episode 6. If you'd like to go back and listen. Do. Not episode 8, which everyone is going back and listening to. Yeah. Uh, you may remember uh, Tama, the station master, who was station master of a railway station. The greatest Japan. cat ever to live. Super. What was he? What was he? Like ultra station master or something he, like that. He is the best cat in the history of she. the universe. She. Sorry. I'm going to leave. Shame on me. Go think about what you just said, Gar. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Tama. Even though I didn't know you existed until after you died. Uh, Tama's been replaced. Yep. They, they had the, the uh, traditional 50-day mourning period, which <laughs> they held for the cat. It's, I love that. It's been 50 days since we covered that. Yeah, the 50-day mourning period that is traditional before you, you replace somebody. Japan it, is so weird. Yeah, it's according to the Shinto belief system that there, there's the traditional 50 days of mourning. Like Japan is just like they have all these weird traditions, and like I, I like Japan that they've become westernized, but they all stay in touch with their roots. Yeah, it's an interesting mix of kind of uh, the, the the history and then the traditional traditional values. values, and then weird technologies and anime girls. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of all jumbled into a strange mix of a country. Yeah, but uh, finally they found a cat worthy of maybe filling her shoes someday, or. Her boots. Her little station pussy master boots. boots. Pussy boots. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say pussy boots, Gary. Then we have to have a language advisory. I'm talking about pussy cats, Ken. Don't let your mind go there. We're talking about Tama. I'm sorry. Don't you sully Tama's legacy with your crassness. I'm so sorry, Tama. We were talking about how Natama, the, uh, Tama's kind of assistant station manager, was uh, the front runner to replace Tama. And that has, in fact, been the case. Uh, Natama is the new station manager of the Wakayama Prefecture's uh Kinawa or yeah station what's the name of the station it's here somewhere Kishi, uh, Kishi train station in uh Kinokawa neighborhood Wakayama yep I, we actually have a picture of it in front of us 
We do. The cat is wearing Let's it. Let's describe the picture as we see it. Let me let me let me look at it on my script. It looks, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Yeah, it looks it look, looks like the cat is actually being like sworn into office. <laughs> yeah. There's a another station guy holding the cat as as the station like the, the grand the old guy of the station. Yeah, yeah the like owner, the, I'd imagine, yeah. Yeah, is swearing him in. Uh I have to admit that Natama looks a little bit uh, bemused by the whole situation it, it looks quite confused about what's happening apparently uh, Natama doesn't like the hat no because it, it's a picture uh, we'll probably put it on the Facebook yeah, it's, we'll, we'll, when we when we post this episode we'll post it with it yeah yeah but Tama or Tama that's a Freudian slip if I've ever heard one Ken it's like, it's like I it's want like, you to still be alive I want, Tama I want you to come back to ba, ba. anyway uh, we want Tama to come back but it's not going to happen does Natama mean like new Tama? That's what I think it sounds like. I hope so. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> yeah, that's literally, you're just a replacement for our beloved cat, Natama. Apparently, Natama has graduated Cat Station Master Training School. <laughs> where Only uh, in Japan. She must demonstrate a relaxed attitude to working with people and a willingness to wear a hat. <laughs> so she's failed a She's failed of one of the criteria. She doesn't like the hat. Like where Tama loved the hat, she even wore a cape. Yeah, Tama was the best. She was, uh, she was found under a car on a rainy day before being adopted by the Okayama Electric Tramway. Uh, she wasn't overly fond of the hat, as we said. And she does have previous experience as a station master in Itakiso Station, Ken. So, you know, this is probably a promotion for her. Yeah, her CV is quite strong, I would say. Yeah, and, you know, she was she was Tama's underling. She was she was there to, to you know, steward the, steward the ship once Tama, sadly... We were hoping it would retire to the great, great cat farm in Japan or Cat Island. Cat Island is a thing. Cat Island in Japan, where they just put all the cats. There is legitimately a Cat Island in Japan. Look that up. Google it. That's where Tamo was supposed to go, Ken. Before Tamo was taken before our time. I just, I just thought of something, Gar. Go on. What if Tama's death was not of natural causes as <gasps> they thought? Ken, Ken, don't you go there. Don't you claim that Tama killed Tama. What if Tama was jealous and wanted to, the top job, so she bumped off Tama? This is another plot of a sci-fi film. Yeah. Or like a, um, a Hallmark film, maybe. Yeah. Or one of those crime channels that make those kind of things. And someone's like, it wasn't the death. It was murder. Felicide. Feline homicide. I don't that, know. That's stretching. Yeah. But uh, Gar, we've just uncovered the biggest story since One Direction split up. Which was last, last like Monday. <laughs> biggest story in five days this is the biggest story in the history of mankind ken if tama didn't go by natural causes i don't even know what to do with myself i i will find tama i have a particular set of skills gar do you i will go to japan i will find nitama and i will kill her (laughs) justice revenge in the name of tama pretend you're taking nitama to cat island and then kill her off yeah, then I'll be the station master. <laughs> He's just wearing the hat, sitting there and, eating, and a tiny cake, <laughs> eating cat food. <laughs> Let's move on. Yep, uh, our last story this week. I only included because uh, again, the photo is hilarious. We'll probably link that in the Facebook too. Yeah, or maybe on the Twitter because we tend to we like to have put a fun picture with our with our our plugs for the episodes. Yeah, it seems the people on Facebook usually like the picture more than they like the podcasts. But it worked quite well this week, so we're going to continue to do that. Yeah. Uh, a row was broken out in the sleepy English countryside village of uh, Belper, which is a funny-sounding place. Derbyshire. It's in Derby. Uh, when a large statue of Mr. Potato Head was removed from the bus station due to safety concerns due to the wind. It's been there since 2001. Yeah. It's seven foot tall and made out of fiberglass. And it was given to them as a gift from their twin town, Pawtucket. Do you think they were like waiting? You know, it was sent in a giant box. It's like, oh, our twin town has sent us a gift. What do you think it is? I don't know. You know, it could be some kind of a gold statue. It could be some kind of amazing thing. And they open the box. It's like, oh, oh, it's a, it's, it's, it's great. I'm, it's uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for the seven foot tall Mr. Potato Head statue. They could come alive and kill us all. It could. It looks. Uh, Sci-fi movie. Sci-fi movie. Are we just coming up with all the sci-fi movies? <laughs> yeah. Sci-fi, if I see any of these movies, I'm suing your I answers. want royalties. I want an executive producer role. But, um, yeah, I'm assuming because they have a, a, a potato growing pr- tradition or something like that. Well, uh, Pawtucket is where the toy was created in the 1950s. Yeah. Fun, fun so fact. So they're like, here, have a giant one of it. <laughs> fun fact, Gary, Mr. Potato Head was originally just like the parts and you just get a potato. That uh, sounds terrifying. Yeah, you just get a real potato. And it sounds like it. it would look terrible. Yeah. He originally came with a pipe, but uh, they 
actually removed the pipe and he became uh, a mascot for anti-smoking. Or it wasn't like, I've learned the dangers of smoking. I, think, I don't think it was anti-smoking. I've been spending think... years with this pipe and I've been killing myself. But I think he's becoming, like, he was became a, a mascot for like health and health and, you know, general well-being for, I think for kids. And then like, potatoes are good for him. And he wouldn't, he, uh, he wouldn't have been quite the role model if he was there. Hey kids, I'm smoking a pipe. You should smoke a pipe too. You should get cancer too. You should see the picture of it though. It's super creepy. Let me let me look at this. Shuffle shuffling script. We've, again. we've included pictures in the script this week. Yes, uh, we will. We will link these on on Facebook and Twitter. So check us out at twskk and facebook.com forward slash twskk because you will see these terrifying photos. Um, you think you like like real Mr. Potato Head? You could actually take off the arms and the eyes and stuff and change it depending on the situation. That would be amazing. Because people have apparently a problem. They're trying to find a place to put it. And some people think it's hideous and they don't want it there in the first place. Uh, so they're trying to find a place where it can kind of stay safely and people won't vandalize it or steal limbs off of it. Yeah, but like, I like Mr. Potato Head. I remember having one as a child and I was quite fond of it for, for a while. And he was in Toy Story. Toy Story made him famous, really, didn't it? Yeah. Fisher Price kind of like like cashed in when, when that, that film came out. If you were to build a, a giant statue of some kind of character in Cork, Ken, what would you build? That's a very good question. Because there's like Metropolis in the US, the city. Is it in Ohio? Yeah. It has a giant Superman statue. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to think about mine for a second. Why don't you go first? Baymax. Baymax. I don't, it has Six. absolutely nothing to do with Cork, but giant statues of Baymax everywhere can't be a bad thing. And then it has it has like uh, a bronze plaque at the bottom with a quotation saying "I am not fast." Yep, and it's it's the pla- the statue could be him trying to climb through a window. Inspirational. I love Baymax. Baymax is life. Um, I think I'm gonna go for Bugs Bunny. Ooh, poor Bugs has been neglected lately. Exactly. I think the the like Warner Brothers are really dropping the ball on on the Looney Tunes. Like they're like some one of the oldest and best loved cartoon franchises in the world, and they're they're just on the shelf at the moment. I think they're developing a new film, but I want to get the Looney Tunes back in the public domain, back in the public consciousness, back in the uh, in, in the affections of the people. So that's my pick, Gareth. Bugs Bunny. So we should go to Belper and build statues of Baymax and Bugs Bunny to put next to the statue of, of Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, I'm liking this. Yeah. Statues of animated characters everywhere, everybody. Or toys. Yeah. Sponsored giant, by the, the weekend show. Yeah, giant slinky toy. Um... Slinky dog, etch, etch and sketch. No, ju- just just the slinky. You know the things. Yeah, just that, and you can push it back and forth, and it'll get tangled, and then you'll never use it again. Because that's all that ever happened with slinkies. Yeah, would you? Are you a fan of the the silver slinky or the rainbow slinky? Oh, rainbow slinky all the way. Silver slinky is bland and boring. Rainbow slinky is cool and colorful. I don't think I ever had a slinky that lasted for more than a week. Yeah, it just gets tangled, and you're like, oh, I'm never using this again. Everybody loves a slinky when it works. Yeah. That carbohydrate-loaded tale wraps up all the stories for this week. We'll go back to the drawing board and make sure there are a bunch of more stories for you next week. We'll be back in just a moment to give you some of our best of the web in netpicks. You're listening to The Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Welcome back to The Weekend Show. It's time for the weekly tradition that is netpicks. As usual, we have some choice selections currently residing on the internet. I'm going to break with tradition, Garrett, and I'm going to kick it off this week. Oh, you're more important now, are you? Usually I defer to you because I want you to speak first, uh, so I have time to, to ruminate my thoughts. But I see. Uh, basically, every now and again, like, you know, when you're stuck in one of those YouTube trails, uh, you discover a musician that you're just like, I didn't know this guy existed. And you start listening to all his songs, and you're like, or, uh, like you listen to one song that you really like, and you're like, is it the case that it's just like one song? It's usually one song. Yeah, it's usually and one song. a bunch of other stuff. It's like, oh, oh, well, I thought he was going to be. You good. had so much potential. Yeah, so you just struck gold with that one song. But uh, I found a music. Every so often, you find a musician that really like like every song you listen to. Like, oh my god, speaks to your soul. Speaks to my soul. And like, but like, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend this week, Garrett, that people check out Jack Savaretti. I've never heard of him. Exactly, it wouldn't be a guy you've heard of, but weirdly enough, I kind of I actually remember him being on one of our local, or well, not local, but our national radio stations uh, years ago. And I heard one of his songs, like that's quite good. And I forgot about him, but I kind of rediscovered him accidentally on YouTube recently. And I, and it, it literally is like like there are very few acts that like 
I like you like Imagine Dragons will be another example where I like actually like most of their songs. Yeah, who we're going to see later in the year. We are. So we're we're looking forward to that. We should try and get like press credentials for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, try and interview Imagine Dragons for the podcast. Hashtag get Imagine Dragons on the podcast. You've never heard of us, but we're worth it. We're worth it. Because we have eighty eight listens. Yeah. On, our, on that one particular episode. Yeah. One of our lessons has over 100. So the first episode. Yeah. So we've gone steadily downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. And then back up again. So we're, we're rising like a phoenix. But back to Jack Severetti. Uh He's kind of like, he's got, he's kind of a, kind of a nice husky tone to his voice. He's a, he's a singer songwriter. He's, uh, he's a bit of a mix. He's like, he's English, but also part Italian. And he went to uh, an American boarding school in Switzerland. So he has an American accent. So he's, he's, that's that's a strange combination of things. It's a strange combination, but he has a really cool voice. Uh, as I said, this guy has a knack for the tunes because he like uh, he has a, 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 like a whole bunch of songs that are like really catchy. Uh, some of them you actually probably think you've up, you've probably heard before, but you just didn't know who it was. So I am putting a face to the name now, Jack Severetti. You can uh, like like every artist these days. You can check him out on Vivo, which is uh, everything's on YouTube. It's residing on YouTube. Um, he is a master of the songwriting and tunage so check him out hmm. Gar let me know what you have for us this week we talked about Reply All on the show before Ken we have I'm going to recommend the, the most recent episode which is episode 36 Today's the Day where uh, PJ Vote and Alex Goldman the hosts of the show go outside that's the premise of the episode they leave their building and they wander <laughs> Because like uh, this podcast has gained popularity, especially in the last few months. So like their main focus has been working on the podcast and they came to the realization that they've kind of missed the summer. And it was a kind of a tribute to Matt Lieber as well, who's a co-founder of Gimlet. Yeah. Don't say Matt Lieber. Yeah. So they decided to basically have their summer in one day. Yeah. So they just went out into New York City where they're based and just wandered. Because usually the show is just about the internet stuff or weird and random things around the internet. They just wandered around New York City. They went out a boat by the Statue of Liberty. They, Slightly they, illegally. They broke into a building, into a warehouse, and randomly saw a goat, which I think the goat was the highlight of the episode. Yeah. I think they should have gotten an interview with the goat. I want to know where the goat came from, because they're, they're, they're in, like, uh, from what I could gather, kind of an industrial area, an abandoned warehouse, and there was a goat there. Even, like, why is there a goat in the middle of New York City? Are there other goats? Is there, like, a goat colony in the, like, underground in the middle of New York? It's like Goat Island. Oh, underneath the Statue of Liberty, Ken, there's a bunch of goats. Goat Island, like, and then Cat Island. So, like, there's, like, islands for every animal. What, what'd be, what would be Ireland's Animal Island? Um, we don't really have an animal. Our we? national animal is apparently the wolfhound. Really? Yeah. Really? What, how much of a wolf, like a wolf, does a wolfhound look? Not, not much. It looks really lanky and creepy. It's more like a dog, then, is it? Yeah, pretty much a dog. Like, I mean, Scotland has the unicorn. That's not fair. Can we put like a horn on our wolfhound so we can have like the wolf hound of corn? Wolf of corn. Yeah. Wolf of corn. That would be much cooler. Wolf of corn. Sorry, petition for that. Hashtag wolf of corn. That's a good use of our, our public policy and public funding. Yeah. We're coming up with a lot of Twitter campaigns today, Gary. Yeah. We're, we're very socially engaged. But it, it border, the episode border, could border a little on self indulgent. Yeah. Because, like, why would anyone want to listen to them just wandering around the city? Yeah. But I think it really works. It really works in parts. Parts are really fun. You can kind of get a good idea of what they're seeing. Sometimes the stuff is hard to picture because you have no, uh, you know, kind of context. visual reference. You don't yeah. have context or visual reference. So I, if you look at their, their Twitter, they actually posted a few of their photos from their journey. Yeah. So if you're going to listen to the episode, uh, look at the Twitter and look at the blog because they kind of give you a bit of context on it and it will kind of um, inform your, your vision of, of events more. But it is a, a, a very entertaining episode. Yeah. So check it out. Yeah, that's uh, Reply All, episode 36. Today's the day. Uh, available on Gimlet, their website. On um, SoundCloud, iTunes, probably everywhere else. Everywhere that all fine podcasts are sold. Like ours. Which you found on one of those places. Yeah. What do you have next, Ken? Okay, um, I was watching, I was looking at my DVD collection during the week and I, I watched a bit of Frozen. Uh, you just wanted to sing along to let it go, didn't you? Yeah, and then I turned it off. But, uh, <laughs> well, every like one of the nice trends in Disney and Pixar films these days is that accompanying the the film they give you a little short at the start that it's kind of like the proving ground for like uh up-and-coming directors and animators so it's kind of like a little bonus you get a little extra treat and it's it's actually a great uh learning experience for the people who are going to make the feature films of tomorrow uh 
Get a Horse was the film, uh, the short film that accompanied uh, Frozen. Uh, it's it's uh, on the D- uh, the DVD and Blu-ray extras, which you can purchase on all fine retailers. You'll probably E-tailers. get it relatively cheap this uh, these days. E-tailers, yeah. It, it could be a good Christmas present for the kiddies and have a sneaky watch yourself. It's also available on Daily Motion as well. So if, if you want to check it out, uh, well, we're not endorsing any illegal uploads or anything, but you know, um, take it up with them, law people. Yeah. Uh, but uh, basically, it's... Uh, when I first saw it, I thought they were, it was actually an existing, like, because it's in the style of, like, the 1920s, the old Mickey Mouse and the old shorts. But like, I thought they were just kind of just co- co- accompanying the film with, like, a sh- an old film. But it's, Oh, I've seen this. You have seen it. Yeah. I feel it's like, it's like, oh, it sounds fun. But, yeah, it was with the film as well. Yeah, like, you'd, you'd agree. At the start, you thought, like, oh, maybe they're just showing one of their older shorts. Yeah, it was actually really nice. I liked that one, yeah. Yeah, uh, basically, it's in the style of the old shorts, but then it kind of merges with the, the modern as they kind of come into the real world. I don't want to spoil it too much because that's the kind of hook of the film. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's just a really nice mi- uh, mixture of tradition and uh, and modern techniques to create something new. Uh, it's really clever. Uh, it's unlike actually, Lava, it's not super creepy. It's the first appearance of Mickey Mouse in a short since uh, Runaway Brain in 1995. I had to look at my script there because I forgot the name of the film. It's a long old while. Yeah. But, uh, the mouse has been kind of taking a backseat as well hasn't he he's kind of underutilized for who was like he's almost like just their kind of mascot now rather than an actual property but they are developing a film i know they're developing a feature film he is all over the like the theme parks yeah but you don't see him much in the kind of other media these days yeah they kind of use him in short films i know he has a little tv show for the kiddies oh, that, that's such a bad show i hate that show uh, i hate all of those shows the ones yeah. that are like uh, point out where the flipper jabber is i know her. not I there know. Not there. I know, but uh, they are developing a feature film, so they are kind of looking into using Mickey Mouse, uh, utilizing Mickey Mouse to his full potential again. But uh, it's also a significant film because Oswald Lucky Rabbit, who you may uh, know from the the recent Mickey Mouse game, the name of it, the Epic Mickey. Epic Mickey. I never played it. Yeah, it, it was his first appearance in a Disney film of any kind in eighty five years. That's quite a while. So, so quite a while to sit on the bench. So uh, you're up, Oswald. You're up. We're re- we're we're reintroducing you. To, like apparently, <laughs> open well, Oswald's like uh, trailer. It's like, yeah. oh, he's dead. Uh, Damn it, <laughs> we forgot about him. But uh, uh, interesting fact: Oswald was actually created before Mickey Mouse. He predates Mickey Mouse, and he was originally envisioned to be their mascot and their flagship character. But uh, then the mouse so came is, along. Is this is this short about him hunting down Mickey, killing him, and replacing him? You stole my spotlight. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Get a Horse is available on the DVD extras or Blu-ray extras of Frozen. If you want to pick that up, it's it's pretty cheap to pick up online these days. Or if you don't want to make the investment, it is available online. But we're not going to get sued. So we're not going to uh, openly. But you can find it there. Gar, what's your last pick th- for this week? Yeah, we, you know I love Jurassic World, Ken. It was one of my favorite films of the summer. Probably my favorite film of the summer. Yeah. I would say one of the top ones. Anyway. And you know I love all things Lego. So when you remake Lego or remake Jurassic World with Lego in uh, 90 seconds, that's the kind of thing that's going to be right up my street. Uh, it was made by the YouTube account Brotherhood Workshop, and they remade, uh, as I said, just the, the whole plot start to finish in 90 seconds, mostly just kind of uh, taking the piss out of it. Yeah. But it, it's good fun. Did they use the branded Lego or did they kind they of create did. their own? They, they had all the characters looking like characters and all that and yeah. dinosaurs and oh, Lego is cool. And it's really hard because like that ninety seconds probably took them weeks. Yeah, because uh, it would have to be stop motion animated, I'd imagine. Yeah, so like I I've done a bit of animation in college, and it's one of my passions. So if you want to think about it, like uh, a second of animation takes uh, right about twenty five frames, twenty four or twenty five frames, depending on how uh, what kind of frame rate you want, and that's like ninety seconds. So do the math: twenty five by ninety. That's quite a while. That's like a lot of seconds. So it, 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 <laughs> do the math. I don't really want to do the math. No, we're not going to do the math. Do it yourself, people. We're not. We're not mathematicians. Yeah, get get your abacus out and fling your beads. The point is, it's not like it looks easy when you watch it. It looks like oh, that looks like it's done in five you just, minutes. You just draw it and then it comes to life. It's done for five minutes, but uh, yeah, it's not easy. So it's a a, a really a really uh really impressive endeavor, and it's Jurassic World. Yeah, and Lego. So it's super entertaining and it's only 90 seconds of your life literally Don't... even if it's terrible you wasted a minute and a half and you waste more than that watching cat videos so yeah so that's jurassic world in 90 seconds lego animation by brotherhood workshop on youtube
that's about all the picks we have for you. If you check out any of our tips, let us know what you think on Twitter at TWSKK or on Facebook at TWSKK. We would love to hear your thoughts. We are going to take a quick pause and we will be right back with a preview of the new TV season. Hit it, Bruce. You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Welcome back to the Weekend Show. Now, this may surprise our loyal listeners, but we watch a lot of TV. Far too much TV. More TV than is probably healthy. If you listen, Gar, I can actually literally hear gasps of surprise from our yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, Gar didn't start this show talking about a TV show. So uh, we're very excited here at the show because the new season of TV is finally upon us. We have a reason to not live anymore. Yeah, summer is a dry spell. Yeah. Summer is just like, here's some mediocre shows. And Teen Wolf. I like Teen Wolf. So like, you know, we're like, like, and there's less excuses to not do things. Yeah. You like, should, in, in theory, they should make more TV during the summer. Yeah. It's like, I like to exercise, but you know, my show is on. Yep. So this week we thought we'd talk uh, uh, about the new shows on the block. I was quite proud of that one. Yeah, there's a lot of shows. Yeah. There's always a lot of new shows. Obviously, we'll talk about returning favorites, lament our old faves that have gone to TV heaven, and maybe talk about a few that were rightfully sent to TV hell. Yeah. And we'll finish up with one of our favorites, the cancellation game, but more on that later. Yep. Picking some that are going to go and disappear forever, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. So... What what do we got that's fresh, Gar? What's new on the block? There's there's a lot of new things. Uh, we talked about the Muppets a few weeks ago. We love the Muppets. It looks amazing. Looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it because the pilot looks great. It's not necessarily that new because the premise is the basically what is the sitcom premise of the day. Yeah. The fly on the wall kind of mockumentary deal. Mockumentary deal. But uh, they're kind of poking fun of it, so at least it's not kind of it's kind of tongue in cheek. And it's the Muppets. If you're if you hate it, you're heartless and soulless, and you hate Kermit, and you want Kermit to fail. But no I, one wants Kermit to fail. Ken Kermit's the best frog on earth. I said this at the time, like it's taking the Muppets and putting them in kind of an adult setting, which they're not usually in, or they haven't been in maybe since the Muppet Show. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to like have these fictional characters, like these like these basically cartoon characters. And like showing them in like everyday situations, commuting like, to and from work, yeah, and like just being like normal human beings. And there's something really bizarre about that, but I think it's really funny as well. Yeah, uh, what's the pilot's available on YouTube? Watch it. We recommended that on Netflix a few weeks ago, if you'd remember. So yeah, so uh, retro Netflix, yeah. check that out. There's there's a lot of new shows though. Uh, Life in Pieces, I thought was interesting, starring Colin Hanks, James Brolin, Betsy Brandt, and Thomas Sandowski. Is is basically CBS's answer to Modern Family. Okay. It's like uh, here's a family, and they do show four short stories every single week. I like the the, the format. Sounds interesting. Yeah. I like it, but but the only thing is that uh, since Breaking Bad, Brancy Brandt has not been able to hold down a show. I liked the Michael J. Fox show. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it uh, was a it was a nice show. Yeah, but uh, no she, one else liked the she, Michael J. Fox yeah. show. But I liked it as well. But I didn't think it had enough in it for a whole show. Uh, but she struck out with that one. Colin, Hank, Colin Hanks can't seem to keep a show either. Well, he, he did well in Fargo, which was was designed as a one and done deal. He wasn't supposed yeah. to because Fargo. We'll talk about Fargo in a minute as well. Fargo season two is coming up. Yeah. Besides his his like his guests and recurring spots, no show that he's led has ever really lasted. Yeah. Uh, there, there was the Good Guys back in the day. That was about two thousand seven eight. Yeah. One season. Yeah. One yeah. season. One and done. He was in and out. Him and Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford's really good in comedy roles as well. Yeah. I like that show. But. Uh, I'm just uh, talking about shows I liked that aren't on the so air anymore. Basically, it's just like breaking down the story of the family into four segments every week. Yeah. Uh, are you going to be checking this one out? I, I might. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it the first few episodes. I like 20-minute comedies. They're very yeah. easy to watch. Exactly. It's, it's not a huge commitment every week. Yeah. Uh, but uh, myself and Gary have a policy on TV shows. Uh, we, we agree on that. Yep. Three episodes, and if it's not hooking you, then you can actually give up on it. Unless, Ken, it has a good theme song. Yeah, good theme song. Good theme does, song. I'll stay for a season. <laughs> it does. It does uh, forgive a multitude. Literally, I'll things. stay for far too long if you have a good theme song. But uh, yeah, like three episodes. Uh, unless you talk about the likes of a pilot season, then like shows can often often be very different in their second season. Mm. Like in the case of The Office and Parks and Rec. Like I actually didn't like Parks and Rec in the first. The season. Office never got better. <laughs> Let's, okay. let's move on. Stony <laughs> silence. Parks and Rec got much better in the second season. The Office is one of my favorite shows, so I, I, I'm resisting jumping across the table right now. Yeah. 
We have a handful of um, TV show or film spin-offs, Ken. We have Minority Report, uh, spin-off of the Steven Spielberg film. Yeah. Uh, which looks very procedurally. Yeah. It's just like, oh, they can see the crimes happening. Let's solve them. It's like a futuristic cop show, basically. Basically, that's a lot of these shows. A lot of these yeah. shows, it's like, uh, we have to come up with kind of a loose premise for another way to do a cop show. Yeah, a cop procedural. There's also Blind Spot, where this, this woman is found in the middle of Times Square in a bag, and she has a bunch of tattoos, and her tattoos solve crimes or something. Like, her, ta- her tattoos lead them to clues to solving crimes. It's just like, how many different ways can you find, a, like, here's a bunch of people solving crimes. Is she alive? Yeah. And she, do her tattoos change? I don't think magically so. or something. I just think she has lots of them, and she doesn't. She doesn't remember who she is. She doesn't remember where she's from. She just has all these tattoos that lead to clues that solve crimes. That's a little contrived. For my it's blood. always contrived. I'll check it out out of sheer curiosity, but I don't think I'll go past one episode on that. Yeah, we have heroes is re- being rebooted. What what is it? What's the tagline for that again? Uh, heroes reborn. Yeah, that's what they're calling. Reborn. It. Is it the same cast or some of the same cast? It is. It is a sequel. Uh, Hayden pa- Panettiere. I don't know how to say her name. Yeah, she's tied up on Nashville, I think, though, isn't she? Is she I, I saw, I, I can't remember what she looks like. There was a blonde person in the trailer that I was like, is that Hayden Panettiere? She might be in the pilot or something, you know? Or maybe she's kind of like, maybe it's, is it, who, who's rebooting it? It's the same network? Yeah. Maybe it's like a limited role so she can actually be in both. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, I, uh, I thought Heroes died for a reason. Yeah, it, it, it died for a very good reason because it got crap. Yeah. I never watched Heroes, though. Yeah, Ed but, watched Heroes. He liked it. Yeah. And, Tells you all you ever need to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ed. Your one your one mention of the podcast is that you like terrible things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Limitless is being turned into a TV show. And interestingly, it does have Bradley Cooper on board. Really? As yeah. A, a, like kind of a transitional Yeah, role? In, a, in kind of a reoccurring role. A reoccurring role, kind of like to kind of be like, the, like he probably won't be in the second season if there is one. It's just to kind of like... Well, the, the, apparently he says he's committed to it. Yeah. So uh, if you watch The Librarians, which was a, a spin-off of the, the films starring yeah. Noah Weil, I think it might be similar to that, where he's in a few episodes here and there. Yeah. I suppose, like, TV is the new... Like, a lot of a lot of actors like having their hand in TV and film these days. Yeah. But I, I actually really like Limitless as a film, so I think that actually has potential as a show. And uh, I, I, I like the idea that it has something to do with the film rather than having nothing to do with the film. Yeah. Uh, Wesley Snipes is back on TV, Ken. Yes. Yeah. The player starring Wesley Snipes, which is basically another way of doing a procedural. It's beset in Vegas. They have this machine that predicts crimes. And then Wesley Snipes leads up ahead of people who gambles on whether or not he'll solve the crime. So it's essentially gambling mixed with police solving. Again, with a with a with a crime solving robot, apparently. Well, that's what that sounds like. Yeah, that sounds ultra contrived yeah it's just like look we have wesley snipes is this supposed he's to be- a guy you know do you know like I, we talked about bad films so bad they're good last last week maybe they should pitch this as a comedy and people will actually like like yeah. it because there's so many of these like procedural crime shows it's just like guys do something interesting See, that would actually be funny if they actually like kind of did the kind of thing where they like like treat it as serious but it's actually a, a comedy because it's so like far-fetched <laughs> yeah, and stupid so like that would actually be funny as a spoof series, but as a, as a real thing. Straight-faced, like, kind of, this is super serious, Wesley like, Snipes acting time. It sounds like a, a writing room where they just go into a room and just, like, throw ideas up onto a blackboard and just, like, pick elements and just, like, mash them together and see what happens. So that's a, that's a, that's probably... Uh, a what, miss. A miss. Just, yeah, just I'm not going to watch don't. that. There is Grandfathered, which I, I quite liked the trailer of, starring John Stamos or uh, Josh Peck of Drake and... Uh, Jake and uh, drake drake and josh fame uh he's back on tv he's back on he's on network tv again he's he, bumped up from the uh, from nickelodeon he made it yeah finally after well, years of doing nothing where uh, john samos is kind of like a, a playboy kind of rich guy who just goes around doing his own thing until uh josh peck re- reveals that he is his son and he has a daughter so john samos has now has a granddaughter and that's the premise of the show that seems kind of familiar to me. It does, but I like the trailer, and it has Padge Booster in it, and I really like her. Yeah, she seems to be kind of knocking around these days. She's really good in comedies. She's really good in comedies. It's a bad sign for community, by the way. Yeah, but... <laughs> another one of these shows is Dr. Ken, starring Ken Young. Not me? No, not you. Not Dr. Ken. But, uh, yeah, a Grandfather, I like the trailer. 
Yeah, I like John Samus. He's actually a, a solid actor. Uh, Josh Peck is actually a, a talented comedic actor as yeah, well. Yeah, and he he, he, does, tried, he tried to go all serious for a while. It's not his thing, though. No, he's doing this kind of like uh, a kind of goofy kind of deadpan, which I kind of like in the trailer. Yeah. And uh, is is it a young daughter? Uh, yeah, she's like three. Yeah, that should add some comedy a as well. Cute, a cute kid as well. So uh, it's wins. it's kind of a familiar precedent. Like, uh, my life is one way, then something happens, and then it's changed forever, and I'm yeah. trying to resist it. Reminds while, me of, like raising hope in some ways. Yeah, while also coming to terms with it. Yeah, exactly. It's a familiar premise, but uh, you know, sometimes familiar is good. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about Doctor Ken. Uh, there's not even a trailer for it. I don't think it's no. just a Ken Young vehicle, essentially. It's just him as a doctor. I've never liked Ken Young. He's a real doctor. Yeah, that's the idea. It's like, oh look, he's a doctor. Now he's a show. Yay! But he's actually in real life. He's a doctor. It's I so, know. So strange. He just all of a sudden decided to become a comedian. Um, he, we have the same birthday. Me and Ken, Ken Young. All the Kens are born on the same day, are exactly. they? Exactly. Every we, Ken is born. All the hilarious Kens. on July thirteenth. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, I don't I don't know much about this show either. Other than Ken Jong is funny. As, I don't I don't like as a support, Ken Jong. as a support character. Even as a support character, I never particularly cared for him in Community. He was always he never really seemed to fit in Community. He had some funny one liners, Chang. Yeah, they, but they were they were like always just struggling to kind of fit him into the show. Yeah, so he, was, not- he was always like on the outside looking in, just like uh, we have to kind of come up with something for Chang. So you're not you're not going to check it out. Chris? I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. So, Gar, we have some, obviously our returning favorites. Oh, I want to talk about The Grinder first, Ken. I'm sorry, Gar. Starring sorry. Rob Lowe. It Ooh. is going to be literally a television show. Literally the best television show ever. I like the idea, though, because he played a lawyer on a TV show, which just came to an end. Yeah. And now it, I think his brother is a real lawyer or something. Yeah. And then he's going into practice with his brother, putting to use all the, the things he learned on his television show. Right. I like Rob Lowe. So it's a comedy? Yeah. Yeah, he's good at comedy. Yeah. And like, he's doing kind of Chris Traeger adjacent as well, which is always good. Yeah, so he's kind of basically, like, I think he's found his wheelhouse these days. I mean, like, he, he was in kind of more serious stuff in the past. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it works, don't change it. Yeah, and he's really good. I, I like Rob Lowe. I love Rob Lowe. I think, like, he, and he's, like, he's one of those, like, renaissance men where, like, he basically, kind of like Robert Downey Jr., his career went in the toilet due to personal issues, but now he's back on top of the world and people can't get enough of him and i i really enjoy i really enjoy his uh his style and 20 minute comedy can't go wrong can't go wrong but uh the grinder so yeah we will and we're back we're back with all our favorite shows uh so we have modern family going back uh uh, modern family is hitting a point where i think it should probably wrap up yeah it should just go away like i I think they could spin off all the stars into different tv vehicles and move them all on but just that show has run out of legs i would be sad to see ed o'neill because I don't think you could spin him off as such. Uh, not on TV anymore. Because I think he's one of the bright sparks that's always been in the show. Yeah. But they kind of like took what what was good about the show. Uh, and interesting. They, they, they used the standard format. That is, that is the format these days. Yeah. But uh, kind of what I always love about a show is like they kind of set up gags. And then they kind of they paid him off at the end of the episode. And it almost seemed kind of spontaneous. Uh, where they kind of made it a lot more formulaic in in subsequent seasons. I think they've just run out of stories to tell. Yeah, especially this season. They, they, in the first like three or four seasons, they did take these characters a relatively long way. Yeah. From like, especially like say the Phil and uh, Ed O'Neill relationship, the Tyrell and Ed O'Neill relationship, where they were kind of icy and he didn't really like him at the start, and then they warmed to each other, and now they're kind of friends. But like, where do you go after that? Yeah. Kind of done. <laughs> But they also kind of made it more like a traditional sitcom, which it wasn't. And, yeah. And they kind of they've kind of made it more cookie cutter now. That in the middle, it's just like they kind of just coast along. Yeah. And they're twenty minute comedies, so it's just like yeah, okay. But they last for a long time because they put in solid ratings. Mm. Uh, the Big Bang Theory is is uh. back. that's something I just watch when I have nothing else to watch. It's like it, it goes in and out. Yeah. It's like yeah, this is all right. It's the chewing gum of television. It is. It's it's comfort food. Uh, a lot of shows, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which had a really good second season after yeah. kind of, it started slow in the first season, came good yeah. toward the end, and now it, it's a really good show and I'm happy to see it back. Yeah. And they seem to be ramping up like the whole inhuman stuff. Yeah. Which uh, will, apparently uh, they're getting their own show. Uh, yeah, the the Bobby Morse and um, Hunter. Yeah, Hunter characters are, are apparently being spun off into their own show. Called the Inhumans. So that should be quite good. No, the, the Inhumans is going to be a film. Oh, it's a film. Yeah, the Inhumans oh, is going to be, a, I think it's 2019. That's interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a film. It's interesting to see the TV show kind of lead the Marvel Universe rather than reacting to it. Yeah. Because they introduced the Inhumans long before uh, the film comes out. That's quite good. It'll be interesting to see how any of the, any of the characters in the Inhumans film. Uh, yeah. 
I, although, like, weirdly enough, uh, DC seems to be going the approach of, uh, on the side here, that um, Flash and Arrow, who both are... Both of which are back, so... We're, we're, we're are still back. on the new show. The new show's been back. Uh, uh, both of which are back. Those ca- those actors aren't being... Portray- uh, they won't be portraying the, the, the characters. Yeah, Ezra the Miller film. will be playing Flash in the, the film. Yeah, and... I so- kind of like that. I, I don't like it, uh, like, uh, from, like, a logistical approach. I like the kind of consistency. But the TV universe is much better than their film universe. Yeah. So I'm okay with the separation. Yeah, but uh, for me, it makes sense to do it. But I, I guess I, I I can see your point there. Yeah. Uh, New Girl, coming back for its fifth season now? Uh, without Coach. Without Coach. I think uh, a lot of what upset me about the last season was that Coach upset the dynamic because... It's not being racist, but Winston was a replacement for Coach. Yeah, when he they were the same character. They the were just character. subbing. And then you bring Coach back. You have two of the same character. I know they, they tweet Winston as they went. Yeah. But still, you're still bringing the same character back. Yeah. And then like you're splitting the story between too many people. I think it upset the I, I think that show. was I think that was the main problem. That, uh, I think uh, adding another character was one too many for the balance of the show. Yeah. Too many stories to tell. Yeah. So, um, I think the balance is going to be better this season. I do still enjoy it as a show. I like Nick Miller. I think we need more Nick Miller being Nick Miller because yeah. we've gotten away from that a bit and uh, uh, that never, uh, it still hasn't gotten old for me. So I think, I think. I, I hate I, doors. <laughs> I hate doors. I love it. That's but my favorite quote from the whole I have, show. I have a feeling that it's going to get back on track this year. Yeah, it wasn't bad last year. It was no. just kind of, it was inconsistent. Inconsistent because of the fact that the dynamic had changed yeah. too much. But so I think I, I have good, a good feeling that I'm going to be liking more of New Girl this year. Yeah, we have Once Upon a, or Once Upon a Time coming back with the angle this year is Brave. Brave. Meredith is going to be in it. Yeah, basically every, anyone they can pull out. Yeah, that's stage. literally, that's every year it's like, what's our gimmick this year? Peter Pan. What's our gimmick this year? Frozen. What's our gimmick this year? Brave. <laughs> Next year it will probably be, I don't know. Cars. Cars. <laughs> Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Ka-chow. <laughs> I would actually love can, that. Can you imagine it? But like, do you know, like the whole premise of the show is like that they're they're them in real life, and then they're them in the fairy tale world. Yeah. So like, does he? He's a car in the fairy tale world, but he's a person in real life. Or no? Or is it just a car? That's like, so like, if you cut to his sto- storyline in real life, he's just sitting in the parking lot doing yeah, nothing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the alarm goes off. But uh, I like once upon a time. It's it's fine. It's inoffensive. Yeah, it's, it's just fine. like I like this. They they don't try to be anything they're not. So, uh, what what shows that bit the dust last year? Uh, are you sad that are gone? And one uh, like what would you have wanted to see more of? I like the Michael J. Fox show. Ken, we talked yeah. about this already. I I like that show. Yeah, I thought it was a nice show. It it uh, yeah, it, it didn't even finish airing the whole season. That's how bad it got. Yeah, it, it got aired in Australia and then popped up online. So I, I have seen it all. But yeah, like it was so worthless to them that they didn't even finish. Yeah, it's r- just like the run. They paid a load of money to get Michael J. Fox on TV as well. Yeah. So you, you missed that. Uh, ob- I, obviously, Parks and Rec is Parks gone. Parks and Rec is, is my favorite show of all time. Parks and Rec ended at the right time, though. So it was it was the right thing for it to end, but you will still miss it. Yeah. I miss Psych as well. Yeah. I miss I miss the kind of my, my quota of goofy nonsense. That's I'm happy Brooklyn Nine-Nine is going back as well. Yeah. Because that's, um, that's kind of my quota. I like goofy nonsense. I, I actually have a bit of a spoiler card for Brooklyn Nine-Nine if people want to. Fire know. away. Uh, 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 stop listening now if you don't want to hear this because uh, the cliffhanger at the end of the last season was who's the new captain going to be and he they, he's supposed to come out of the elevator and as the elevator opens the season ends uh, we actually do know who's playing the captain there go on uh, Bill Hader of Saturday Night Live is they, playing they the new captain to, they tend to get a lot of Saturday Night Live alums on the show don't they yeah because uh, Andy Samsberg is on Saturday Night Live so. Sandberg Sandberg way to pick pick holes in my saying of silly people's names Ken and the point is, yeah, like, well, they have a rich vein of comedians there, so I don't see it, you know, it's, it makes sense. But uh, yeah. I, I enjoy Bill Hader. I, I, I'm curious to see what kind of character he's going to be. So. And Andre Bauer is the highlight of that show. Yeah, so hopefully, just because he's not the captain anymore, his part won't be diminished. Well, and he'll probably be captain by like, the I end rec- of the first episode again. My, my thinking is probably that he's gonna be, it's going to be a one-season deal where he'll be the captain for a season and he's be gone after the next season. Mm. And well, like you know, well, Even if it lasts as long as a season. Yeah, who knows, but... Um, so that's those the, the, like. Is there any other TV shows that you that you that are are gone to heaven or hell that you miss? Are um, you see, I kind of forget about them. Yeah, because like as we were talking out about of this, sight, out of mind. Yeah, we mentioned Raising Hope, which I liked and was cancelled. Uh, what else did we mention that I liked? Like, because yeah, because once the show's kind of, even if you liked it, a year or two down the line, you've forgotten it existed. That's true. 
just like uh, okay it's gone now yeah uh which shows are are on their last legs do you think they're like have stays of execution but like <sighs> that if they don't succeed this time around or maybe if they're outstaying they're welcome they could get cancelled i think year. criminal minds has run its course yeah that show is the same like oh a serial killer murder it's super like like pointlessly grim as well it's like yeah. oh very gritty murder computer find him get there just as he's about to murder someone else catch him I, I insist that there'd be... I'd love if an episode just ended right in the middle because they caught him sitting in his living room. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry, language advisory. Nabbed. Oh, man. Uh, the middle is is kind of running out of narrative legs as well. Yeah, I would say that. I think that's that's literally... I think that's going to be cancelled this year. Yeah. But it does it does solid ratings. Yeah. It's one of those shows that could keep going and going just because it, it kind of holds holds yeah, firm. Because like like Modern Family, they they've run out of stories to tell. Yeah. Uh what else can I go? I don't know. I think if New Girl doesn't change, it could be in trouble. Yeah. because uh, it, it's not really that big a hit. And uh a lot of the comedies I mentioned are actually Fox comedies, so yeah. it looks like they're gonna Trying to set up some replacements. Yeah, so they're saying uh, an end game for New Girl. And like we've seen a lot of shows end recently, like mm. Glee, Parks and Rec, Mad Men, CSI, Sons of Anarchy, Boardwalk Empire, Dexter, Breaking Bad, Futurama, Justified, uh, The Mentalist, Psych, uh, all three CSIs, by the way. Yeah, because oh, the all 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 went went yeah, the way of the dodo. Because Vegas has its last ever episode at the end of September. This is a long run. It's yeah, long since that's two thousand and one. That's, that's like the two thousand, I think. That's a really long That's time. That's the, the first show I kind of watched weekly, even though like when you watch it now, it's like, ah. Because mm. yeah. it was always kind of more kind of like lighthearted. Yeah. But uh, let's move move on. Uh, what, are you, what, are you, what are you predicting as hits, hits of the new season, Gary? You know what? I'm going to predict. Uh, it's actually a new show that we haven't talked about. I'm going to predict Supergirl. Supergirl? You think Supergirl is going to be a hit? Because like the, the, the pilot's leaked and I have seen it. And people are giving out about like, oh, it's 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 not gritty. It's it's super like lighthearted and whimsical and silly. And I love it. I was like, I'm totally on board with this because it's goofy, it's fun, and it's it's colorful, and it's exactly what I want out of TV. Yeah. And it's like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on Supergirl. I gonna I I think uh I'm gonna uh, obviously like it, it, needless to say I think the Muppets is gonna be a, a hit. I think that, you know, the Muppets, the Disney are finally figuring out what to do with the Muppets. They've owned the Muppets for a while and they haven't been able to make money out of it. Uh, so I think that the, the and like people like will watch it for the sake of nostalgia, which is big business as we talked about these days. And I think it has enough in it uh, from what we've seen in the pilot to actually like, like keep people watching because it's like not only because they like the Muppets, but it's actually a genuinely funny and good show as well. And I also think Limitless has a lot of potential. I, I think Limitless will do well as well. Yeah, Especially like Bradley Cooper is a very big star. Yeah, having him attached almost guarantees it a second season. You would think so. Uh, so uh, quick, we're kind of running out of time, Gar, but quickly wrap it up with a surprise package. I think, think Supergirl also fits surprise package. Yeah. Um, from what you've described, Gar, I, I've seen a couple of the trailers. Uh, I think Grandfathered would be my surprise. I, li- I like Grandfathered. I, th- I, th- I think that'll be a good, solid show. I think that's going to be the surprise package for me. And finally, Gar, we're going to play our favorite game. Ding, 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 ding. The cancellation game. What's getting the cancellation? Of the new shows. Yeah, of the new shows. What's, ge- the what's getting the boot? Shows. I think Blind Spot, the one about the girl with the tattoos in the bag. Yeah. Not a hope. Um, the player. The player, I think, will go to. Even uh, though it has a big name attached. Mr. Ken, or Dr. Ken, sorry. Mr. Ken is, yeah. You put a, a typo in the script. It's not my fault. <laughs> oh, oh, blame me. Blame me for slaving over the script, Ken. Yeah. Um, pen, a, depending mis- how it goes, Heroes Reborn, possibly. Uh, I, that could go either way. Yeah. And I think Minority Report is another one that's on the fence. Yeah, because a lot of shows seem very similar to Person of Interest. Yeah. Which kind of is already on the air doing its own thing, kind of critically acclaimed for what it does. Yeah. It's the whole like, oh, we can see crimes before they happen. Let's stop them. Yeah. Which is basically entirely what Person of Interest is. So you think the market is too crowded and it's too similar? Yeah. And it's like, they're all the same show. You know, they're all just different ways of police catching guys. There's there's no variety or no kind of hook to them aside from like, here's a different weird way of police catching guys. Uh, what existing shows that are out there do you think that are in danger of of, of, of getting the axe? Lots. That's the thing about TV. I know. Let's just g- give me give me maybe your top three that are, are on the chopping block. I think the middle will go. I'm gonna say Criminal Minds won't last the year. Yeah. And um, 
I don't know. Possibly New Girl, I think. I think New Girl, uh, I'm surprised it actually even got renewed. Yeah. Because usually shows get to four seasons, get syndicated, and they're out. And the, the ratings are dipping. And like communities are somehow gotten to six and it's still hovering in, in kind of stasis at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think New Girl will go too. Okay. So uh, that's all the conversation we have for you. Uh, we're, we're out of time, I'm afraid. We could talk all day about this stuff. Tell us about the TV shows you like uh, on Twitter at TWSKK or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. Yeah, tell, me what, tell us what you like. Tell us what you're looking forward to. Tell us, defend your favorite TV show if we yeah, slated it. If we said, no, New Girl is terrible and being cancelled. If you loved New like, Girl last now. year, just shout at us for being wrong. Yeah, just 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 take us to task. We we like we like arguments. So we like we like ban- we like the banter. That's the point of the internet. Exactly. To argue with strangers. <laughs> exactly. We will be right back to say goodbye. You're listening to the Weekend Show podcast with Ken Kidney. Download every Sunday at soundcloud.com/slash/theweekendshow. Okay, Teletubbies, if you're out there listening, thank you for taking the time to click play and download on the podcast. You can find a new episode every week at soundcloud.com forward slash the weekend show and on iTunes. So you can listen to us on your Apple Watch, I guess. I don't know. Apple Watches are, are objectively stupid. Yeah, it's just basically preventing you from taking your phone out of your pocket. Yeah. That's all you're doing. It's just like, oh, I'm too lazy to oh, I hear it beeping. I look at my wrist instead of taking my phone out of my pocket. Stop <laughs> making things that make us lazier, Apple. Especially when they're pointless and stupid and don't really do anything. We could rant about that all day, but we're trying to wrap this up, so we're going to have to move on. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. And where can they find us on Twitter, Gar? At TWSKK. Our theme music, as always, is by Mr. John, who we've never met. He's a cool guy. Apparently. Well, we, know, we don't know. He might be. He might be a serial killer for all we know. Yeah, he could be like the worst person in the world. But he makes our theme music and we like it. So until next time... Say goodbye, guys. Bye-bye. Take it easy, everybody.